Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show, episode number 35. It's another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. Episode number 35, of course, going to be uh, uh, thought to be one of the best goalies in RGS history, uh, but it will be unfortunately traded away because we had a logjam of other episodes already in place. So this one has to go somewhere else and be released by a different podcast, unfortunately. Justin Morissette with you, of course, and with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. That was a very tenuous metaphor this week. Like, it was good, but it was also like... Well, now you're just saying literally po- what happened to the player. Yeah, exactly, but... It, and but being like, what if it was a podcast? podcast. Yeah, we have to be released by another podcast (laughs) (laughs) welcome to episode 35 next week is episode 36 you're gonna be like oh this is this podcast is it's got a high voice and it's from denmark yeah exactly shut up i'm welcome to to be a surprise thomas trans loves it i guess that's okay exactly welcome to episode that would hold yeah it would and i have kind of a well it's not high i guess it's a weird voice yeah welcome to episode 35 of guys we fucked i'm john cullen And that kind of ties in also, I guess, <laughs> if you believe the reasons why he was traded, uh, or the rumored reasons, anyways. That's true, actually, oh, yeah. I guess, actually, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. his wife got plowed by Kessler. Yeah, the podcast a, wife. Yeah, the podcast's wife. A good yeah. episode of Guys. Got plowed by episode yeah. 17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which one was episode 17, I guess? I don't uh, even know. Was that What the Cock? Was that the episode I, It 17? might have been, yeah. Okay, we actually have to look this up, because that's pretty amazing if that was the case. Okay, if that was I'm What the it. Cock? I'm please, right please tell me that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think What the Cock was... Actually, no, it might it have might actually have been, been What the, the Cock. Uh, I might, I'll probably beat Justin to it here. Well, we'll just edit this part out. Well, we don't have to. We can no, just scroll it in. Uh, episode 17 was very okay show, a historical science podcast inspiring women's voices. <laughs> very similar. So also, yeah. What the cuck was 19. Oh, so we were okay. We were, we were close. very close. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, uh, historical uh, science podcast inspiring women's voices. That reminds me of of uh, old seventeen, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's he inspired a lot of women's voices. Oh, I thought we were gonna start shit talking that podcast because, like, last episode we were going to shit talk, shit talk another. We're podcast. gonna shit talk another, 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 <laughs> another yeah. podcast. Well, this podcast. means the same thing, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but uh, because Real Good Show did not win. Uh, oh yeah, that's best right. Podcast. In Which, fact, I don't think we were even nominated. Yeah, was, yeah. I was going to say the West Ender treated you pretty well, John, during Comedy Fest. I think because wasn't that the paper that had uh, your headliner on the front page? Yes, Todd Barry was on the front page of the West Ender. But typically, the West Ender, the best of the city, um, is a dumpster fire, and uh, because they just take votes from people, and and you're allowed to like stuff the ballot box, and it just is. Like, let's just say the person who's won the best comedian in Vancouver the last two years running is not someone that anyone with any sort of comic sensibility would think is the number one comedian. Congratulations on winning. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
It's nice. Yeah, we just had a Twitter campaign. Stefan tweeted it out for me, and uh, the followers came through. So I really appreciate that. Well, I want to win the best Twitter account because there is a category for that, and I always forget to like put out the call for that. Well, yeah, until it comes out, I'm like, oh fuck! Like Miss Six O Four one again. Nobody who's reads, like a, a blogger. Nobody reads the West Ender until after the awards have been. Is it the Georgia Strait? Well, no, the That's Georgia Strait has one, one too, but they, oh, okay. but their voting system is a lot more airtight. Like right, there's can. the one where you have to vote a certain amount yeah, of categories. Exactly. You can't just, okay, exactly. that makes sense then. Yeah. Well, so, if that's coming up, we should uh, mm. we should get in on that. Well, yeah. it's basically like if you looked at the West Ender and then you looked at the Georgia Strait, just the physical paper, you can imagine basically the budgets of each paper and how much they're willing to spend on their best of Vancouver issue and right. you can go from there. Okay. Um, but yeah, so obviously I think on our show, we would have no qualms with the number one choice for best Vancouver podcast, which is Stop Podcasting. Yeah, because when, choice. when you said we're show. mad that we didn't win, it's like, well, we're no, no. in the same category as Stop Podcasting. Yeah. Yourself. That's totally good. They yeah. should win for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no. We're we not mad at that. Yeah, we suck. But number three was a bit troubling. Number two seemed cool. Yeah, number two it's like a was science podcast. Caustic Soda, yeah. and it's been around for a long time. So we don't really have anything to say about them either. Like, it's not like we're going to listen to it. But I can see the appeal. You can see the appeal. It would be like if someone created an actually good CFL podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to it. But you respect good on, but yeah. but good on you. You yeah. have an audience. I mean, no one's obviously done that yet. Yes. Um, but if someone were to create a good well, CFL no, podcast, this, this show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. We're, no one we're, else has done. But it. we're different. We're the official podcast of the CFL. We're so not a CFL. We're not podcast. a CFL right. podcast. That's so that's true. a very important distinction. Yeah. Um, but number three, coming in at number three, was uh, this podcast that is a live recording of an abortion of a show which is called geeks versus nerds west coast i think i would actually prefer a live recording of an abortion (laughs) (laughs) be something that i haven't heard before yeah, I don't even know what that's well it's it's the it's so it's called geeks versus nerds geeks versus just from the name alone you kind of yeah you know what it is you know what it's all about every week they get together to debate like yeah. Game of Thrones versus Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. It's like, actually, describing it as an abortion was incorrect because everybody that watches the show is a virgin. Well, and abortions are like an important part of our societal fabric. Yeah. Abs- oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm 100% agree yeah. uh, you know i'm i'm absolutely pro-choice yeah. we're we're and we're, that's you know what we're all about here against yeah, hitler yeah. for abortion yeah. yeah for hitler's abortion Ex- yeah, yeah especially yeah absolutely it all comes full circle uh but yes uh it's basically a panel of uh comedians and i use that term loosely because uh i've never heard of any of them and i do like a hundred shows a year in this city so if i don't know who they are Comedian is a very loose term. Uh, debating, yes, like you say, Lord of the Rings versus Game of Thrones or Star Wars versus Star Trek. Well, it's Superman a- versus Captain America. Well, it's yeah. like epic rap battles of history or whatever. It's like right. that sort of but humor. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, at least there's like production value there. Yeah. And they get like celebrities. Yeah, to, exactly. To, yeah, to no, this is it. like the opposite of celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, For sure. This, this is, is like people you would see at your local dollar store. <laughs> I've taken one improv class. And yeah. Somebody and now I'm a comedian. And I like Batman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have I have a Batman belt buckle. So I'm 
definitely qualified. No, you know what? They would have uh, the Super Nintendo controller belt. Oh buckle. yeah, that's or right, the scrolling right. LED belt buckle. Oh yeah, that it says Batman. Yeah, I was. I wanted to get one of those belt. when I was in like grade eleven, but I couldn't figure out how to like switch belt buckles. Mm. On a, I didn't on an yeah, extra belt, I guess. So. Yeah. If also, I ever got you're one, like, I don't need a belt. Too scrawny to require. Yeah, I don't really need a belt. I can use like a leather like wristwatch yeah strap <laughs> or just like rope basically a yeah. piece of twine yeah exactly well you could anyone could use that if it's long enough <laughs> that's yeah, that doesn't that's preclude true. like that doesn't mean that's true yeah uh just in I, any case I just mean a thin piece of twine would have the tensile strength to hold up my to pants. hold your pants yeah up. no yeah. for sure <laughs> i know i agree anyways yeah. carry on john no i it's fine i i just uh wanted to say that i didn't even know that was a podcast <laughs> Um, the production, you can't find it. Yeah. Like it's not on iTunes. If you go to iTunes right now and search it, it doesn't exist. And yet it's somehow the number three podcast in this city. Uh, no. So, uh, <laughs> basically we're just declaring war on this piece of garbage podcast and anyone who goes to also their live shows. And, um, this is in no way related to the fact that my ex-girlfriend, also sometimes participates in the panels <laughs> of these shows. In no way is it related to that. It's strictly uh, based on... It's business. The, it's, yeah, it's all yeah. business. It's based on their the merits of their art, which are incredibly low. Yeah, and if you do go to one of their live shows and they do ask for an audience suggestion, which... It's an improv show. No, it's no. They no. they have the the battles decided uh, beforehand because the people on the panel dress up as oh whatever it is. Yeah, you should have led with that because that's probably the so worst. It's like part. the Joker yeah. versus like Captain Jean Luc Picard. Right, and, exactly. And they have so like much a bunch in of people in bald caps versus yeah. a bunch of people in weird face makeup and the purple suit. And, yeah, and yeah. you know, uh, Patrick Stewart has spoken so much about how. It, it takes him so long to get out of the character of Jean-Luc Picard because it takes him to such a dark place <laughs> mentally, uh, especially when it's like Borg Picard. He really has a hard time mentally disconnecting from the character afterwards. It's almost killed him a few times, really. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is there uh, I'm... I'm talking about the way people talk about the Joker. Oh, Okay. Except with Picard. And no, stuff. that's even okay. Like, no, I yeah, lost. I got it though. No, I, I do. I now. like. I like that. I got it now. But <laughs> I do at the like time, that. It was very confusing. I was just. I was like. I thought it was like a specific Patrick Stewart thing. No, this is my audition reel to get onto that podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did great. The George honestly is way over the head of everyone. <laughs> they would be like, "What?" You'd just be like, "Uh." I like the Joker's like suit and stuff, and like Heath Ledger's pretty. Do cool. they rap though, or no, no, there's no, there's okay. no well, rapping. That's, it's just okay, speaking. That's, mm, I don't know if that's better. or It's worse. like a debate. That oh, yeah, I mean, it's, that's bad. Um, but you should vote for us for the Georgia Straight one. Yeah, yeah whenever that, cool. that whenever that is, because I just googled it and there's nothing about the 2016 edition. So, but it's got to be coming up. I'm sure at some point in like so, June, probably. Yeah. yeah. So let's. Uh, we'll so yeah, we'd be more than happy to come second place to stop podcasting yourself. Yeah. So make it happen. And uh, if they announce a top three, do they? Yeah, they do. Straight does yeah. the top three also. Okay. Yeah. As long as we beat geeks versus nerds. Yeah, oh, or yeah. nerds versus geeks. I don't. Well, they're it. nerds and geeks. Won't be too hard to beat them, am I right, boys? <laughs> Well, I weigh like 135 Yeah, pounds, no, me so. and Justin only. <laughs> you might, uh, actually, you'll probably be, si- you'll probably be like the mole. No, I'll, you'll, yeah, you'll I'll be able to infiltrate in. the exactly. other side. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be wearing a wire. Yeah, exactly. John and I are going to be. Yeah, I'll be like wearing a, a wire as a belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be in a van parked across the street, just like listening to everything and feeding you lines. Yeah. Be- say that, uh. 
Picard is, is such a dark role that takes him <laughs> to a mental place he's uncomfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we should actually, like, I honestly think if we tried, we could get on to one of the live shows. Like, like easily. Yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, I'm a comedian, local podcast. So would we do, like, sabotage it or? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, or, I, or I we like try do, and be good. I used to do improv ten years ago, yeah, which exactly. I think qualifies me to do this. It a hundred percent absolutely <laughs> does. Have you done improv more than twice? Yeah, yeah. So you're. I'm good. a Canadian national gold medalist in the CIG, baby. I was in oh, a high school go. production of You Can't Take It With You. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I played, uh, the, the dad. I forget what his name is. All right. He makes fireworks in the basement. Uh, it's a great play. It's it's all about family cool. and. Uh, it's the fireworks in the basement part part of the show or was that part of like the character no that's that's that like an actual no that it, was the secret that your character had that only you knew no they legit there's like he several scenes where the fireworks <laughs> explode and oh. the cops come oh, okay. nice yeah all right it's like I, a uh, it's a good play well what was the secret that only you knew no this was like seven years ago about so. fireworks dad uh am i is am i missing something else no i don't know <laughs> uh like I, I guess you. This is the episode where Justin's the opposite of the joke explainer. <laughs> we're like just sitting here trying to figure out what he's talking. But about. the thing is, when I got it, I was like, "Oh, that's really good." Like doing the reverse. Yeah, yeah. No, Joker. It, was, it yeah. was really good, but we didn't get it at the time. I was trying to. Set I knew you that you up. were being sarcastic, but I couldn't tell in what way. I Am giving, I just missing? Something? I was giving you the opportunity to come up with a secret that your character would have. I was trying to let oh, you he, make he a jacked joke. Jacked off onto the fireworks. Okay, there yeah. you go. That's your secret. Well, you could have said that earlier. All right. But you didn't understand what I was... No, I, I had that in my head the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> should I say it? Are we, am I allowed to say jacking off on yeah, the show? Of course you are. Okay. Jacking Absolutely. off. That's pretty much what we do every week. Is yeah. Verbally jack off. Well, I, uh, yeah. So, okay, yeah. So we're all qualified. Justin was an improver 10 years ago. You were in a high school production, and I'm a professional yeah. comedian. I was in The Outsiders as well. Oh, there you Played, go. Played uh, Child Escaping Burning Church number two. Nice. The, it was the two childs. Two children. Two child. Not uh, not two burning churches. <laughs> so it was uh, two famous chefs. It was two childs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you guys. Wasn't that a movie? Good, uh, well, no. Oh yeah, Julia and. Julie but Julie wasn't. Julie wasn't a child. No. She, she's Julia. Just a she was a Julia child. Yeah. But I don't know about Ju. I don't know Julie's even what her deal is. Yeah. Julie she, and Julia. She just lucked out here. You know what? Did a blog. You know what we haven't done in a long time that I'm feeling IMDb right now. Oh, here we go. The IMDb message board for Julie and Julie. Justin definitely posted on that. Yeah, you 100% posted on this. Like two weeks ago, he's just like, fuck, are you guys kidding me? Like, don't go to this board right now. Yeah. Or was it? The top comment is me being like, why can't my blog get adapted into a feature (laughs) film starring Meryl Streep? Fuck. What the Christ was it called? Julie oh, Julia and Julia. And Julia. Julia and yeah, I got Julia. it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Okay. Jules. Oh, it's uh, so it's about blogger Julie Powell. Okay. Julia Child's story of her start in the cooking profession is intertwined with blogger Julie Powell's 2002 challenge to cook all the recipes in Child's first book. This sounds like I would cut my own face off. Our friend Jesse Farrar is doing a similar sort of thing where he's going through the recipes of the joy of cooking. Oh, okay. I feel like yeah. that would be a much more enjoyable film. Okay, good. Oh, wow. This is. Uh, oh, wow. This is such an unbelievably long review. I don't like that. We got to get out of here. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is good. Danger. Oh, this is great. Okay. This this is from uh, user La La Land. 
Okay. Uh, posted December 4th, 2010. So well over 365 days after the movies come out. Came out in 2009. The title is French. Drove me crazy. Uh, can't believe how bad some of the main characters French pronunciation was. Exclamation point. <laughs> the way they say boof, as in boof bourguignon, like boof. So wrong, all capitals. <laughs> Made my ears hurt. There is no way anyone would live in France for so long and still say it like that. Now, up until this point, you're thinking this woman is on the side of France, or I'm assuming it's a woman that's posting this. Uh, could be Justin, but we're... <laughs> but they're, they seem like really on the side of France, but then they just... A complete U-turn. Made my ears hurt. There is no way anyone live in France for so long and still say it like that. Frenchies would have been correcting her all over the place. So she just had like a bad experience with French people. Yeah, exactly. People don't repeat this mistake. It is horrible sounding. Five stars. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of reviews. Oh, sorry. Even better comments. <laughs> All right. So 2011. So this is uh, this is about a month later. Someone responds to this by saying, <laughs> yeah, Julie butchered the pronunciation, but I don't think Julia ever said the word in the film. It was another thing to add in the why Julie Powell irritates me list. What fucking language are you speaking? That's from OK Cappuccino. I want to read that and person's list. Three years later, in January 2014, JCBNYC posts. That's me. <laughs> posts, but it wasn't Julie. It was Amy Adams. <laughs> Fair point. Fine distinction. <laughs> Until he clarified, I, I thought that... Uh, that that was Julie Powell playing all of those. Yeah, characters. exactly. But thank I, I God, hope La, I hope La La Land got a notification like four years later. Yeah, and it was they just absolutely like, you motherfucker. Yeah, absolutely got a notification four years later. But it wasn't Julie. <laughs> it was Amy Adams. It was actually more than four years after the original post. I love Julie Powell in uh, Man of Steel. I thought she was great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see her cameo in The Office? The early seasons of The Office. What just about tremendous. when she uh, jacked off Philip Seymour Hoffman in The Master? Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. good, too. I haven't seen that, actually. I just wanted to say jack off again. I've been meaning to. <laughs> it's on my list. I don't know. Just describe the best part to you. Yeah, so. I guess so. P.T. Yeah. Anderson movies are, like, so good, but also kind of a slog at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I know that it's going to say something deep and meaningful to me if I watch it, but it's also going to be, like, very long and depressing. Yeah, well, you get, to, you get to see Philip Seymour Hoffman get jerked off, too. <laughs> so. Okay, here's a question about the word deep and jacking off. Today, I was speaking with a person. Uh, <laughs> at and, your at, mm, place of employ? Mm, I, ref I d prefer not to say. Uh, it was an adult, though. I should be, I should be clear. Yes, it wasn't my place of employ, but it was an adult. And she used the phrase deep impact for like a man coming inside a woman. Have you ever heard that slang term before? No, I usually hear Armageddon. Armageddon? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was going to make that joke. I'm so glad you did. I got that one. Okay, <laughs> no, but it, have you heard that before, though? Honestly, no. I've never heard that. She was like, yeah, like deep. I, I can't even remember how it came up. When I'm, like finishing inside of a. Yeah. Like finishing inside of a woman would just or be a like guy. deep. Well, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 We're not discriminatory here yeah. on Real Good Show. I don't know, um, but I've never heard that before. So, listeners, if you've heard that as a slang term before, because I was very confused. Well, Urban Dictionary. Let's see. 
Deep okay, impact. Yeah, that's good. Urban diction. Oh, okay. It auto-completed. That's a good sign. And it, the first definition is... A friendly game which involves competing for inches by inserting objects into your ass. The second <laughs> definition is... A meteor movie starring Taya Leone. <laughs> uh, over eight inches of penis in a vagina <laughs> or a perk in Call of Duty. I don't know if you guys have played Call of Duty. Okay. But, so uh, I'm thinking that she just like made up this slang on her own. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's not, but that's uh, a, a review of, uh, of a deep dicking, I suppose. And speaking of reviews. <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, wow. The second segue. What took. a great segue. <laughs> well, I tried earlier and no, you just wouldn't let me do it. Well, so this is a sports podcast, yeah, right? Ostensibly. ostensibly. <laughs> I think it was important to. <laughs> it's been like 25 minutes. <laughs> it was important to revisit the IMDB message board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep our continuity alive, definitely. Uh, but there's a few ways that people can help the program. Yes. Uh, one of them is by telling people about it. Uh, yes. Whether that's having a real-life conversation. Uh, yeah, IRL. just ask someone if they've ever heard the term deep impact before. Or, and they'd be like, oh, I heard it on this dope podcast. <laughs> or tweeting about it or what have you. Uh, you can also go on to the iTunes store and subscribe and rate and review the program on iTunes. We like to check in on those every week in a segment that we call Review Review. <laughs> Excuse me. You can edit that out. No. <laughs> Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. Is it pointed? This is awesome. The worst episode ever. Yeah, no, I just want to say I'm drinking Hopping Mad Cider, and that's so why I, I burned And is it good? There. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's all good. right. It's, okay. Yeah. Also, I'd like to clarify because. I have several jobs. The place of employ that we're talking about was is comedy. Oh, not yeah, school. Oh. Not school. Okay. No, I, I, okay. we don't have those conversations at school. Regardless, yeah, just I, guys. I we the theme song was playing, and I was like, oh, people are gonna think that I was talking about that at my other place of employ. in the staff room. Yeah. Well, you never know what people talk about in the staff room. Uh, right? Mostly just shitting on the kids. Usually is what we talk about. Just how bad some of the kids are. But oh, like making fun of them. Yeah, it's exa- okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's exactly what you think. Like when you went to high school, like you thought, like oh, I bet the teachers all talk about us in the staff lounge. And then if you said that to a teacher, they'd be like, well, what you think. We'd talk about you like we have to see you every day. Uh, yeah, no. We're Which that's a great line, by the way. It is. Because the kid's line. like, oh, it's a good point. Yeah, good point. Like, why would we? And then you're like, that's. You're like, yeah, we're fuck. socializing with our friends at work. You really think we're in the staff room talking about you, Mark? Yeah, because like when I when I hang out with my coworkers and stuff, we just like complain about work. Yeah. So like, why would it be different for a teacher? Exactly. It's not. Yeah. 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 We just Anyways. talk about like customers. Anyway, go that's ahead. A yeah, that's a student review. I guess the yeah. students are like customers. In yeah. A way. So uh, yeah. customers of the mind. We'll get back to review, review. <laughs> you should play the theme song again because I totally. You don't have to. No, I'm no, to please don't. Yeah, I'm joking. We've already. We're already like we, yeah. 87 minutes. I mean, in it'd be funny podcast. if you played like a, a snippet of it and then we were just like, no. The no, best no. part is that this is might be one of the busiest sports weeks we've had. I know. We're, we're just, just, just like talking about. Okay, wait, wait, we can stop playing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bit, though. This episode's gonna be four hours. This is <laughs> oh. our Ten Commandments. <laughs> this week's review comes to us from Lazybone87, and it is titled "Not Bad." <clears throat> it's pretty okay if I had to review it. It can be funny and interesting at times, and is fairly good, actually. The great segments that are funny are with Taffer, and the Twitter segments are excellent. I can honestly say it's the best podcast in the world. Just excellent. 10 out of 10. Bronze Hammer is good. Five stars. 
Great review. Yeah. It seems like they went through an existential crisis halfway <laughs> through writing that review. Yeah. And I, I just want to give a shout out to the writer again, LazyBone87. It's, I feel like they put a lot of thought into how funny, review, yeah. funny that would be to be read on the show. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of just escalating positivity from it's a bad show so to it's the, the greatest the show. The two of ways all time. to get on uh, the show on review review, write a funny review like that or shit talk one of us specifically. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll make like a new segment about you. Yeah, absolutely because <laughs> Not we, that I mad or anything. No, but yeah. you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. You Very should, important. You definitely do. Um, yeah. there's other ways that people can help the program of oh, course. Oh yeah. Beyond uh, just you doing give us money. that, you can head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash realgoodshow, and uh, kick us a few bucks if you enjoy the program and want it to keep happening, keep the lights on, all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh, our donor this week is... Oh, we have another donator? Tyler Walker. Oh. Who wow. uh, actually did not donate through Patreon. He just sent us a, a money transfer to our email at realgoodpod at gmail.com. Beautiful. Excellent. Love it. Yeah. He's not yeah. the first person to do that, and no. we appreciate Hopefully not the last. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If Tyler you don't believe Walker. in uh, those crowdfunding websites who take a little bit of a percentage off the top and want all of the funds to go towards your boys over here, realgoodpod at gmail.com. Absolutely. Well, don't the bank transfers, don't the banks take The banks the, take something, That's too, like yeah. arguably worse. fifty <laughs> yeah. off of every <laughs> Anyway, give us money. I, I yeah, like we don't. Money. We're Thank not going to. We're not going to be. And if you'd like to send money and or anthrax, uh, Justin's web uh, <laughs> mailing address is available on our website. Yeah, and I also got some criticism this week that our website is a little bit uh, too Justin centric. It used to be my own yeah, professional so. web page that I just changed into being the show page. And I've so been why talking... were they saying it was too Justin centric? I don't know because like my like demo reel and stuff from. Oh, well, yeah, but that's because it was there. that's the old website. Yeah, I, so I, I haven't fully that. finished. Yeah, no, that's oh, fine. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. I also think we need to start do we need to do like a professional photo shoot at some point. Yeah. Like straight up. Why not? Right? Yeah, we might as well. Won't be that You're sick of people picking on you for the real good show cover photo. Well, I showed yeah, Jesse makes fun of me for it all the time. <laughs> and he was like, uh so well there's like another picture of me on, on Facebook and I look like nice. And so he's like the professional I, photo. Yeah, that you and, had and for so that article, well, yeah. there's that one. There's another one where I'm wearing, like wearing a suit and stuff. Oh, okay, and I'm, like, yeah, giving yeah, a speech. Yep, yeah, you that. know the photo. Yeah, I do. It's a good photo. Yep, yeah, I've seen it many times. And, uh, I was there when you were giving. You, the you were yes. I complimented yeah. how sharply dressed thank, you were. Yeah, and thank yeah. you once again. Absolutely. But Jesse where said, "Where do you uh, find suits?" Uh, Gap kids. Yeah, no, I buy them like off. You know those like big uh, like American dolls or whatever. Yeah, yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, just take them off of a like ventriloquist dummy, basically. Perfect. Uh, no, yeah. I, I used uh, I got like a Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> nice. But he was like wearing. His, anyway, um, where where was I going with this? Oh yeah, better, what, what, Je- what Jesse said you. about me. Yeah, so Jesse sees the first photo. He's like, I don't understand how you can look like the kid from uh, Blank Check in one photo, and then like a James Bond villain in the next photo. <laughs> so. Blank yeah, check, great yeah. movie. Actually, I would have gone more with Dennis the Menace. And uh, if I, I straight up looked like Macaulay Culkin as a child. If yeah, I but he's not the kid from Blank Check. No, no, but I mean... But yes, but you do similar. look like Macaulay Culkin. If, I, if right. I had to pick which Bond villain also, it would probably be Matthew Amalric in Quantum of Solace. I was say odd job because I'm short. Well, he's Amalric is very tiny I was going to pick also. Jaws because it's comical because <laughs> he's so big. Well, here, I'll do, I, I'll do the Home Alone face for you guys right now. Oh, okay, yeah, let's do this. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You should never put both of your hands over your cheeks like no, that. No, so I'm, that's, I'm never surprised by anything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's why you're so low-key, because you're like, if exactly. I get surprised, I look too much like Macaulay exactly. Culkin, I've got to change this. Yeah. And everybody takes photos of me right at that exact <laughs> moment. 
What were we talking about? I don't know, but it should probably be sports at this point. Well, I guess in theory. We wanted people to give us money. Did we talk about all that stuff? Yeah, leave a review. Yeah, also download the episodes. Yes, Yes, I talked about that last week. That worked well for us. Yeah, we got a big bump after that. So So please download the episodes uh, instead of just streaming them through the podcast app. But uh, with that out of the way, I believe we can begin talking about sports because we're almost... This is ostensibly a sports podcast. Half an hour into the program at this point. Yeah, that's good. We could call this the ostensible sports podcast. That would have been a good alternative name. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that could be our next real good uh, shows a bit catchier but yeah yeah, yeah. So, instead of america's best worst and all that oh no like oh i guess it could be like another subtitle but yeah. if we were going to change the actual name of the podcast it could be sports. the ostensible sports podcast yeah. osp i like that also but we could also go yeah real good show ostensibly about sports yeah. that's a good t-shirt idea actually yeah. also by the way did you uh add that as a patreon <laughs> offer that like if you donate to our patreon then i will give you a name of a nationality that's not your own oh no i didn't yeah but we should okay awesome i didn't do that that for tyler walker but uh i would just like to thank tyler walker or as he's known in sweden johan larson Pretty accurate. Thank you. We should make some sort of like generator online for that. Oh, yeah. 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 Pr- I'm sure there is one. Where it's just like hooked up to my phone and I'll just get a text message and I'll just have to do it like live. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know how to do like a bot or whatever. Yeah, it'd be good. <laughs> Regardless. Anyway, sports. Yeah. NHL trade deadline was this week. Oh, yeah. It was boring. Nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing did happen. <laughs> nothing oh, happened right. yeah, 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 at yeah. all. You guys want to yell about your team more. A little bit. Well, yeah, I think uh, we've we've earned the right. Yeah. And I also feel God. like I know so you you've had one bad season. It's been no, like it's years been like, and years of it's been suffering. Three. Okay, it's fuck been you. at least three. You know what? You guys are going technically. On. It's been like forty-five. Mean, okay. Even if you go back to twenty twelve, technically, did they win the president's trophy during that season? Yes, they did. Were they also unwatchable garbage as a hockey team? Absolutely, yes, they okay, were. Okay, but that doesn't matter because you, you know, you guys always say no one on the on the thing can complain if they've won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, you guys lost in 2011, but you were pretty damn. You're probably the best team in the league in 2011. We were, yeah. So, like, I mean, come probably on, the best team in the modern era. Period. Well, okay, uh, Detroit. Get, yeah, let's get uh, let's salary cap era. Let's say 2008 Detroit. Mm. Were they number one in basically every single statistical uh, category? Pretty close, I believe. I could be wrong. I, I would. Yeah. Are we talking about teams that lost in the finals, or just like overall just the best teams? Period. Detroit. Detroit pretty, was pretty. It's fucking pretty ridiculous. rare to see a team dominate every single. Oh no! I, also, I agree. Boston like was did, pretty though. good that year because they beat you. Um, <laughs> but they beat uh, they beat a shell of the Canucks. See, okay. Oh, anyway, I don't want to get into this because I'm. But yeah, yeah, all I'm saying is, you haven't really earned it. You've had a bad year, yes, but like I mean, come on. I, I think we have earned it, and my argument here is that literally any argument about the Canucks can be shut down by saying, "Oh, have you won a cup?" It like legitimately. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, and uh, even even with yeah. the Leafs, even me just saying that they were the best team of the modern era. You were like, well, did they well, win? Boston beat them. Yeah, no, I know that. I'm not like you can <laughs> complain, but also like, like I would. It's been like five episodes in a row. We get it. Your team blows. Legitimately, people like it though. Yeah. Well, Canucks fans like it. I think. I legitimately, think, I think there's other people in also, the states who are true. like baseball fans who listen Cubs to the show, fans and who who appreciate us like being so specific with our gripes because there's something universal about our specificity about liking a shitty team. Yeah, there's exactly. something universal about our specificity. Exactly. That's the that opposite is the of worst. The more specific the exa- we get, the more the more, uni- <laughs> the more universal the feelings of self-loathing. Sounds like and a yogi hatred. bear. Uh, quote. That's called Justin's Law. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I've talked about this on the show before, so maybe it's no, no. I, all, I, I'm no saying, I agree all I'm saying is, Stefan, you have a right to complain because you have season's tickets. So anyone that is voluntarily that is putting money into the team, you you've bought your right to complain. Yeah, but I just feel like okay, like I'm not saying I get it. Like your team is is pathetic and horrible, and they're awful to watch live, and they're horribly mismanaged. I get all of that, but like I mean. Yeah, the trade deadline. Like, are you even surprised? Yes. No. Uh, really? I yes. I knew it was gonna. Be, I I I was expecting the worst. I was ready to be like upset with the returns. That the the guys were gonna get shipped out for you know shitty returns basically. Or I was also prepared for him to go out and acquire somebody that made me very mad. But Marcus Granlin basically also was that. Yeah, you got so really he kind of did that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was not prepared for them to go into the deadline as sellers and fail to move a single person. They didn't make, I mean, they, they lost Adam Cracknell to waivers. I do just want to say one thing about being a fan of a team that's never won anything. I would legitimately trade, and I'm serious here, the next 20 years of missing the playoffs for the Canucks to have won a Stanley Cup before I was born. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's no. Basically, my that's basically my fandom. The Leafs have been yeah, to the playoffs but, uh, it's once. A, it's an upgrade last, on Canucks fandom. The Leafs have won the cu- uh, been to the playoffs once in the last sixteen years. Yeah, I would legitimately take that for the for the Canucks to have won a cup in like nineteen eighty one, or if they'd won in eighty two. Let's say. Yeah. I would. I would have taken that. Yeah. No. For sure. A color photo of a Canuck holding a Stanley Cup. Are you fucking kidding me? I'll never uh, experience that because I'll most likely never experience that anyway. So I may as well have had that in the past before I was born so I can look back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how pathetic it is being a Canucks fan. Yeah. That's how much it sucks. And even, like, Cracknell getting claimed off waivers made me mad because this is not even a week after you've traded a fifth-round pick to Edmonton for Philip Larson where you probably just could have traded Adam Cracknell for Larson. What? Who, did, who picked pick. him up? I don't, didn't even see that. Oilers. Okay. I knew yeah. he got picked up, but I didn't know who it was by. Yeah, by the team first in waiver priority. Right. <laughs> Do you think he'll be good with McDavid, Cracknell? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, he's been a scoring phenom. Uh, well, the games we were at. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you better not go to a game. <laughs> I'm going to an Edmonton game in March. We'll see. Cracknell will probably light it up. Yeah, and that'll be great for my Lucas Beza reverse yeah, Memorial be, Death Pool That'll be team. very good. Uh, yeah, no. I, I, Well, I think it was – okay. I, I, I think that – I think legitimately no one wanted Verbata. I – I yeah. I think that that was like, or may, maybe they could have got like a fourth round pick or something which for is, him. You should have done that anyways. I guess. You should have. You should have taken anything for him. He's not coming back. Yeah, I know. You, you could have traded him so long ago. But also, also too, like I get you guys probably read that like he wants to have a baby here and stuff. So yeah, maybe it was like, and- so maybe they got offered a fourth round pick and out of respect to Verbata, they're like, okay, have your baby here. And the teams on his list, apparently, he had eight teams on the list, and I think most of them were bottom yeah, dwellers. Yeah, three uh, of them were playoff Here's yeah. the problem, though. They waited until the end, thinking that prices would ratchet up yeah, the yeah. closer and closer you got to the deadline. Problem is, there weren't that many teams buying like you would no, see like weren't. 10 years ago. Yeah. So the opposite was true. Well, you yeah. need to yeah. sell your guys first and set the market price, because eventually you're getting shit offers on a guy like Verbata, because you can pick up Brandon Peary for a sixth-round pick. That was crazy. That move is a great, like, crafty, unbelievable, thrifty move. Can't but, believe the Leafs didn't do it. But a trade like that goes through and sets the market for what a one-dimensional scoring winger 
goes for. If yeah. you move Verbata before that, then you set the market, and you're not left getting these sixth yeah, round. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they didn't decide to be sellers until like five days before the deadline, which is yeah, I so think that was the problem. Stupid. Yeah. yeah, that was the major problem. Like anyone could see they were going to be sellers in like. October. Yeah, August. I thought you were going to say yeah. August. Well, yeah. Honestly, July. Yeah. We've all been on board I'm, I'm, with how I'm bad being, this team was. I'm being well kind to, yeah, no, I'm being nice to, to, you know, Benning and those guys here. Like, they sh- it's so ridiculous. Like, this is a shit team. Yeah. They're, they're so bad. Yeah, they're bad. In almost every facet of the game. And really, if just one team from the Pacific Division was just a little bit better than they are, like, if Calgary had been. Not great this year, but at least good. If they've been flukily good like then, they were last then year. Then Vancouver could know a long time ago that we're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that's but typical Canucks luck, Because the whole division though. is yeah. shit. They're like, yeah, we're still in it. When, like, no. The year they're statistically, like, one of the worst teams in the league. They're in one of the worst divisions in the league, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it, like, disguises them. Well, it's also been this <sighs> weird, like, the, the this recent shift towards, like, draft picks having value you know like like they you know a a a second a first rounder now teams are like willing to give away second rounders but like a first rounder no or like it seems like all these teams are valuing their draft picks so highly that it's yeah it's created this weird market where really only a couple teams are sellers and it's the teams that think they have a shot at winning the cup they don't even really care it seems like teams don't even care about winning a round like they're just kind of like well, Chicago's real good and Washington's real good, so uh, I guess we should probably just hang on to all of our picks because they're actually worth stump- something now. And if you go back like six, seven, eight, nine years oh, ago, first it's round like, draft picks are being traded like candy. Fucking Paul Gostad went for a first yeah, round pick, which is not like that insane long ago. To say out loud. And like you know, Drance brought it up last week on the show. Fucking Andrew Alberts, like a number six, seven defenseman. Came here, in, I think, in 2010. For a third round for pick. For a third yeah. round pick. That's steep. Sean Brown, back in 2006, I'm pretty sure. Well, was Mike Weber went pick. for a third round pick this year, to be fair. Yeah. So, I mean, there are still trades like that. Yeah, I, I think it's a matter of finding the GMs that are still willing to deal draft picks, but it just seems as teams are becoming smarter and smarter, uh, they realize the value of draft picks in there, yeah. and they are a lot more reluctant to deal. Them. They, sh- they should have at least prepared for the possibility of being sellers well in advance, because yeah. they didn't even ask Cam Hughes to think about waiving his no-trade clause to like five days before the deadline. Yeah, that's just horrible yeah. At least open him up to the possibility of it like a month or two weeks at the very minimum yeah, yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Because, like, the rumor was Chicago offered them, like, a first-round pick and a prospect. Marco Dano. And they yeah. were like, eh, we don't really like Dano that much. And also, like, we're kind of, we think we can, like, get more from the market. How well, good of a deal that would worked. that have been? Yeah, well done. Yeah, that would have been insane. Yeah, yeah you guys would have got a first-round pick and Marco Dano. Yeah. Dano's good. And they're, like, spinning it now that, oh, maybe... Maybe we'll re-sign Ham Hughes in the end. So keeping him is good. Oh, Motherfucker was saying the whole time, I want to do exactly what Antoine Vermette did and sign here again once the season is over. Yeah. Which maybe that hurts his value because teams are like thinking, oh, we can't re-sign him if I trade for him. But also, that shouldn't be the case because how many teams do re-sign the guys that they trade for? Yeah, not that many. Not yeah, very many. Hardly yeah. ever happens. Well, especially a team like Chicago where like... It, Chicago doesn't have 
the six million dollars that Ham Hughes is going to want. Like they know if they're getting Ham Hughes, they're not they're resigning up him for because this run. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, they they they're, with their cap and everything, they know that they can't afford. Yeah, to, they're not they're not going to yeah. have him back. Yeah. So yeah, I do want to say my favorite Benning thing this week was like five days before the deadline, and he's like, "Yeah, we're just interested in making hockey trades. We don't want draft picks." And then after the deadline, uh, yeah, we you know we were really looking to add draft picks. Well, I tweeted that that's just his big bluff, right? If he says that he's not interested in any picks at all, yeah. then people are going to be like, eh, what about a first-round pick? Will yeah. that convince you? And he's like, ah, <laughs> my plan all along. But it's a really shitty, stupid, awful plan. Well, that's Jim Benning. <laughs> Do you think you, that Benning so. just hates scoring players? Like, he doesn't want Shin Carrick. He doesn't want Dano. Like, he doesn't seem to be high on anyone that's just, like, primarily I, a scoring. I think he's just scorer. very, very stupid. Right. Okay. Like, I just think it's as simple as that. He's just not. I, I have smart. one more thought on Shinkarik. I know I spoke at length about it last week. Yes, but there was you, one you yelled at length. Yeah, you yelled, you at, yelled length. at length. There was one thing that I was in such a tizzy that I forgot to say, <laughs> which is that it was very depressing to see a player like Shinkarik specifically, who almost made the team out of training camp as an 18 year old in his first season. He was one of the final cuts from that training camp. And the only reason that they dealt him or that they sent him down to junior inevitably was because they felt like his development would be better served by doing that. And so they made an easy deal to pick up an older kind of busting former first round pick in Zach Dalpy. They bring in Zach Dalpy so they can send down Hunter Shinkarik and let him develop more in junior and eventually in the minors. That was the right move at that time, despite the fact that he looked good enough to stick right immediately out of the gate. It is so depressing that another regime further down the road will inevitably trade Shinkarik for basically a Zach Dalby type. The, 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 Slightly the, better than Zach Dalby. Yeah, but, but you yeah, know what no, I mean. I, yeah, yeah. Zach Dalby currently has... Two goals in five games for the Iowa Wild of the AHL. Which I'm assuming means he played the first five games and then left. <laughs> Probably. But, oh. but you know what I'm saying. There. I do know what you're saying. A, a Dalby type player. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, from a you know, philosophical standpoint. A, a low ceiling player. Incredibly depressing. Yeah. A stopgap bottom of the lineup. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No. <sighs> Oh my god, I hate this team. Well, I mean, I we can move on. Let's talk about a, che- I, a team that we're all going to cheer for that has a great chance of winning Canada in the World Cup of Hockey. Yeah, I totally forgot about the World Cup of Hockey until today. Yeah, and me I'll too. forget about it until it happens, and maybe even during. It. And I was so <laughs> close to tweeting like, "Ah, World Cup of Hockey. Who fucking cares at all about that?" Until the rosters were released and PK Subban was not on. Them. Well, the first sixteen. And I decided that I, I'd actually do care quite a bit about that, apparently. <laughs> I, he, there's no way he's not going to be on the final roster. Though, Maybe right? he won't be. That would be so stupid. Pretty, Petrangelo pretty is not on the, fi- on the original four either, and he's going to be you know, the same. Isn't he? I thought he was. No, he wasn't. Oh. It was uh, Weber, Vlasic, Doughty, and um, Keith. Subban yeah. is better than three of those players. Yep, exactly. Yep. He's better than, well... He's arguably better than four of them. Yeah. I would say that he's the second best, probably the second best D-man after Carlson. In the world. Yes. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And he did not play hardly a single second at the Olympics two years ago. Yeah. And he is not named to the well, initial he's, lineup. He's flashy. You know, he's not very defensive. <laughs> 
I've legitimately like it, it's funny because I I think that uh you know I have these like opinions it's like we kind of sometimes we get in our like bubble of like you know we have the people we follow on Twitter we have the people we talk hockey with and they're all like smart people and then and then you think like okay it's just the media that is like against Subban or they like say this stuff or or guys like that because because everyone you know and you follow is like oh Subban's a great player and then I legitimately had a conversation with a with a comedian as well uh, last year and he was like basically echoing all of those sentiments like Subban is a defensive liability he shouldn't have been on the Olympic team he would hate to have Subban on the Leafs he was a Leafs fan oh, as well shit. and I'm like are you high like what is and that's <laughs> the thing I'm like. I'm like, no, I'm like, look at his advanced stats. Like, he's not remotely a defensive liability. He's like, oh, he gives the puck away way too much. He's advanced never stats. in his own zone. Yeah, because yeah. he has the puck all the time. Yeah. The puck. He's like, advanced stats don't mean anything, man. Like, he's he's terrible. Like, yeah, okay, he's good offensively, but, like, he's not even the best defenseman on the Canadian. I'm like, okay. So there are actually people that legitimately There's a lot of people like that. that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But, like, you know, I I am not somebody who goes to, like, the well the obvious explanation for this is just bigotry well if i can avoid it but in this case like there's just no other explanation like there is an element of racism to pk suban being not included in these sorts of things at least it seems that way yeah because there's no other explanation you can't there's no other like Look, I worked in hockey with hockey people for three years, and I'm not going to say that they're racist, but, like, you know, the majority of hockey people are, like, good old boys from the prairies. These are not, like, you know, socially progressive people. These are people who will say something like, ah, you know, like, Subban is, like, good and all, but I... There's just something about him that I don't trust. Yeah, like he's flashy. He's too flashy. Yeah. Flashy. Yeah. That's yeah. like a big yeah. that's he, a big buzzword. He's not gritty enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's all coded language yeah. kind of a little yeah. bit, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like dog whistle, right? Like Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. Flashy, not gritty. Uh selfish. That's another yeah, one. Selfish is a good one for sure. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a bizarre yeah egocentric. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah, and that that thing is like, okay, cocky, you know, we cocky gets thrown around a lot. And like I can see, you know, when he first came into the NHL, uh I could see some of those complaints. Uh or or not even complaints, but reviews of him. Like he was definitely a pretty cocksure dude when he came into the league. Uh he was different. He was you know, uh, and he was legitimately not the best defensive defenseman. Like his two-way game has gotten a lot better yeah. over the last couple of years. When he first came into the league, he did legitimately give up the puck uh, in expense of of crazy offensive plays or whatever. And 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 I get, I got it in the first year or two. He did seem some of the things he would say and the way he carried himself. I could sort of see it. I didn't agree with it. I always liked him, but I could sort of see it. But now, like, I just feel like he's legitimately, like, one of the best dudes. Like, he's so funny, and he gave 
a jillion dollars to the children's hospital and he goes and there was that that woman who was dying of cancer that tweeted that she wanted to meet him and of course he shows up at the hospital and all that kind of shit like i don't understand how you can still say that stuff like it does and he's why isn't he the captain i don't i just don't get it max patch is the most boring person <laughs> on the face of the planet like he's, he's a, and all of the videos that get released from inside the habs locker room oh yeah he is obviously the emotional leader of that oh, team. 100%. Getting guys fired up before yeah. every game. And Pacioretty's just like a plug yeah, from He's just Connecticut. sitting there. <laughs> he like, does yeah. not. Uh, we, we had a tough game out there tonight. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good captain. <laughs> yeah, he's a great captain. I, I mean, I am personally biased. I hate Max Pacioretty, but um, okay, he is from Connecticut. I was just <laughs> double-checking that. I was pretty sure I was right, but. And I feel like your Max Pacioretty impression and mine too also is kind of like um like a Stone Temple Pilots like yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah that's great <laughs> I, I, Max uh, you, you had a pretty good game tonight yeah <laughs> uh, I, uh would you say that it was uh you know a, a, a key win for the team yeah <laughs> i tweeted today after the lineups came out i'm not sure what more pk could do possible could possibly do to be one of the most celebrated figures in hockey other than be white like at this point it is just absurd and my mentions blew up full of fucking white dudes with goatees being like Mm, yeah, a likely <laughs> story. Maybe if he was better at defense. Yeah, it's always the defense. He's just not good enough at defense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever the fuck you say, Sounds buddy. good. Well, and okay, here's the weird thing that... Uh, uh, here's the weird thing. That was a bit of a... Yeah, here's the weird thing <laughs> about that. Circular way to get there. Yeah, here's the weird thing about that is that with Eric Carlson, right? I would say him and Subban are pretty similar players. Carlson is better. Yeah. I, think, I think most of us can agree Carlson is better. Yeah. But uh, Subban is incredibly good. Yeah. This is like the what? This is like the <laughs> Steve Austin what? Um, <laughs> what? Uh, he's a good player. What? Yeah. He's a defenseman. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think they're very similar players, and people always forgive carlson's defense like they always say like oh well you know carlson is prone to mistakes but he more than makes up for it with his like first pass out of the zone and his amazing uh goal scoring ability and blah 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 and suban's the exact same and no one ever says everyone's like oh check out the defensive fuck up pk suban made tonight it's never like you know they i, I it's just yeah it's so bizarre that they get on him for being basically the same player as carlson it's super weird yeah i mean there's just it's carlson's a little swede yeah exactly yeah just a cute little just a cute little swede (sighs) it's it's tough to be like yes our institutions including our hockey institutions are probably a a little bit racist it's possible but they probably are yeah i think that's a safe bet yeah yeah anyways is that enough about that i think so that was good though yeah yeah well 
we can move on to uh, something a little more lighthearted. Uh, the NFL Combine was this past week. Oh, yeah. I was very surprised that this is a televised event. Oh, they'll, tele- they'll televise anything. They'll though. televise yeah. anything. Because <laughs> they're Absolutely. desperate for yeah, you know NFL Network a, coverage you know, content. You know what would be a better NFL Combine is if they took all of the players convicted of domestic abuse and threw them into an actual Combine. <laughs> I would absolutely watch that way more than I would watch some guys running around an empty stadium. Well, uh, they could be in an empty stadium, but the combine's chasing them. Oh, that'd be even better. Yeah, yeah like an animated combine. Uh, yeah, and of course, uh, it's, it's, the coverage is sort of like a track and field event. Like, it Yeah, feels, it's totally like that. It feels like an Olympic prelim sort of thing. It's just it's very quiet. There's no yeah. fans no, in the nothing. stands. Yeah, no. And guys are just running, of course. Yeah. No, absolutely. You can hear the opinions of white men about black men being formulated. <laughs> it's that quiet. There's just something about him. Yeah. I'm not sure. He's flashy. He's flashy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one was flashier, however. Ah. Oh, wow. The, that might be your best segue of all time. The Mississippi State defensive lineman Chris Jones, who uh, was doing the 40-yard dash and um, fell over. I don't know if he fell over on purpose. I think he might have. I think he kind of I did. originally thought that his uh, his little wardrobe malfunction came as a result of the tumble, but no. video replay shows it happened well in advance of him falling to the ground. Yeah, his dick was out. Yeah. He's a big dick, too. Yeah, his, uh, his shorts <laughs> were jarred loose by his bouncing package, his, I guess. His dick. <laughs> his balls jarred his dick loose. <laughs> and they both uh, were, were f- on full display during NFL Network coverage. Should we hear a little bit of that right now? Sure. I think we should. Is this our clip of the week? No, it's not, right? No, not this quite. This is just our our listening to these hilarious commentators who are all clearly bored out of their goddamn minds. And also clearly saw his dick. Yeah, yeah. including Rich and Eisen. Are trying, and are trying not to bring it up. Rich Eisen with what could be a, a clip of the week contender right here. Very surprised Chris Jones came out this year. He really highly recruited kid. He's almost 6'6", 3'10". He's a little high hip. You can see how long-legged he is. He's a little stiff in the hips, but boy, is he stout again. Ooh, that hurt. He's laughing. (laughs) All right, trainer's there. Take a look, but it looks like he's all right. He's really stout against the run. High school hoops player. I'm not sure wow. that NFL Network thought they were going to be putting full frontal nudity in their coverage. No. In multiple replays. I think watching okay. it, what I think happened. Let's just everybody stay upright, people. Because these guys, if they fall, they fall down hard <laughs> and long. That's Rich Eisen with the comment uh, of the clip right there. Nice. I didn't even realize that they, that they was still fall coming. down long and hard. He saw that guy's dick and he just went for it. Yeah, He's, absolutely. I have to say this. Oh, for sure. I can't just say, "Did you guys see his dick?" Yeah. You have to be like coded. Yeah. Like when you say flashy and and you very mean smart black yeah. guy. Exactly. Yeah. You say long and hard when you mean dick. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think what happened with Chris Jones was that he got embarrassed his dick was out, so he fall he fell over to try to, like, cover it up. Yeah. Like, I think that was the whole thing. I'll just say right now, he should not be embarrassed. No, he should be loud and proud. Me? Maybe. I'm stopping, dropping around. I don't think he can hold his pants up with a piece of twine. We'll say that much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. His dick is huge. He's a really big dick. Uh, but our actual clip of the week it's probably, like, week. nine inches... Well, uh, well, I don't know. Like, are we talking flaccid or 
I'm talking to myself. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, Could I have no be. idea. If it I was, didn't study I, the dick I said that we. much. Well, it was, I mean, you, you get a glimpse of it. Yeah, yeah, I got a glimpse. Pretty thick. Yeah. <laughs> and Circumcised. A, erect possibly oh could be p- potentially a foot long. Well, I'm almost thinking like uh, a two liter of Diet Pepsi. <laughs> I am hung like can of Pepsi. Not a can. Well, talking the bottle. That was a Borat reference. Oh, okay. Well, for I all know. of those playing the <laughs> early 2000s home game. Uh, if it were a foot long, though, that would tie in nicely with our actual clip of the week this week. Right. You may be familiar with it might a, have been a foot long. very uh, funny Twitter account called uh, uh, at WWE Subway, which uh, just translates the sandwich ordering experience at Subway restaurants into uh, wrestling gifts, basically. Very funny stuff. And uh, I think in trying to draw on that, this week, uh, WWE, on their uh, Monday Night Raw product this week, this past Monday, decided to incorporate some Subway product placement in perhaps the most cringeworthy way possible. You're a WWE diva. You're a star of Total Divas. You have a huge social media following that you're constantly interacting with. Then you add on top of that your hectic lifestyle outside of the ring, and you look amazing. What's your secret? Oh, thank you, Renee. I mean, when you're on the road as much as we are, you have to treat your body right. I try to squeeze in eight hours of sleep. I try to make sure I get my cardio in and, of course, water. Lots and lots of water. And choosing where to eat can be a struggle when you're consciously making positive food choices. But Subway has an amazing new rotisserie-style chicken sandwich, and I'm in love with it. <laughs> Trust me, your body will thank you. Again, you look amazing, Natalia. Thank you, Renee. Oh, there you have it. A winning there combination. There you have it. A winning combination. They weren't even trying. A classic, uh, a classic wrestling promo. <laughs> Natalia versus Subway. And I'll tell you right now, did she ever bury them? <laughs> Absolutely. Did the Subway Twitter account, uh, like the WWE, WWE Subway, did they do anything with that? that? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I didn't see anything. I don't think so. I think that would be too on the nose. Yeah. yeah. But when she talks on about the sub. <laughs> she's in love <laughs> with the sandwich, they do cut away to an Instagram photo of her smiling with a Subway sandwich, like, posed behind her. I really like uh, that was one of the th- ways that she was introduced. You're a great wrestler. You have a huge social media following that you interact with often. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and they interrupt this by being like, and we go backstage now live to our own Renee yeah. Young with Natalia. Oh, it's horrible. Like, you know that, that I, I would just... Seeing that makes me long for the days of Ric Flair, where you know Ric Flair would have come up with some way of saying that he like banged a woman with half of a sandwich and then lo- rode in a limo shaped like a bun and like all this shit would have been amazing uh, rather than just like I love the new Subway <laughs> rotisserie chicken sandwich. He'd be like, it's great for my body. I spent more money last year on half chewed sandwiches than you made. Period. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you something, Mean Gene. Woo! I went down to Subway and I made myself a sandwich artist. Oh, woo! And you know what I did with that sandwich artist, Gene? I put her in the back of my limo. Woo! And then I gave it to her one time. Woo! Two times. Woo! Three times. Woo! Rotisserie chicken, Mean Gene. Woo! Oh my God! Sandwich stealing, wheeling, dealing, uh. jet flying, <laughs> sandwich artist riding. I'm loving this. Oh, that's McDonald's. 
Get the ice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you yeah. said yeah. you're loving it. Yeah. yeah. You're really off brand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know wrestling enough no, to do but, but I appreciate that. There's just uh, th- th- what more can you say about that Nothing. classic piece of uh, product integration? Beautiful. Well, when Raw's three hours long, you gotta do what you gotta do. And it was well, pretty well, bad this week. Oh, that yeah. was by far the worst part. You know what? There might have been worse. Let me just Bing it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please let me know what Bing. Nobody says uses about Raw. Bing but Spider Man. <laughs> Remember when Spider-Man used Bing? Oh, well, I yeah. love like fake search engines in like otherwise like really high production value TV shows where it's like this like multi-million dollar TV show and then they they go to like search.org.edu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Have you guys seen that new Google that's just for kids called Kittle, which is not a good yeah. name for anything? Yeah. Kittle? Our uh, donor yeah. to the show Taehoon Kim, he tried to look up sports balls. Oh, on that's Kittle. where we found out about it. That's right. Kittle. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try this right now. His search had bad words in it. Pornography. Image search. Image search for pornography. Oops, Oops, try try again. again. Oh, this sucks. (laughs) Wow, this is the only website on the internet that I can't get to porn from. Dog. Okay. Dog. I'm trying to... What's like the dirtiest thing... Okay, we gotta find like a loophole here. I guess I could just go to like Pornhub. Do a search for dog style. Oops, try again. Really? Oh. We're gonna beat you, Kittle. trying to like... But is it kittle.com? Find a stylist for dot, your dog. Kittle.co. Dog stylist. Dog stylist. Okay. Oh. We're, we're, there's there actual are pictures. People. Okay. There's Larry Bird. Oh, people with animal names. Okay, <laughs> okay. that was why. Uh, okay, oh, what's wow, like a... Wow, a new Cleveland steamer. So it's on top of the terms. Poop. Oh, I looked up poop. It shows pictures of poop. Well, everybody poops. Yeah. I guess it's not like sexual. It's just like fossilized poop. True. Okay. Anyways, I just looked up Sanchez, and it is showing people, but it's not—they're not doing the sex act I had hoped for. <laughs> should we? Should we go from there into the Twitter mailbag? Oh, I just found butt. Uh, it's definitely mailbag time. Horse butt, major Archibald butt. I'm clicking on this guy's website right now. Major oh, he's, he's dead, Archibald butt. Yeah, while Stefan's doing that, let's get into letter time. Major Archibald butt was it's trusted. It's letter time. It's letter time. <laughs> <laughs> What am I reading? You've got mail. What am I reading? Next question. Got a question here from um, at uh, Dog Man, and he says, "Who is Major Archibald Butt?" Well, <laughs> Dog Man. <laughs> Major Archibald Butt was a trusted presidential aide and known hero aboard the doomed RMS Titanic. So he died on the Titanic. Uh, good question. Really coincidental that you asked that uh, as I was like talking about him and then was interrupted by the theme song. But uh, thank you, Dogman. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, here's a good one from Andrew Meyer, or Mayer maybe, uh, at Andrew TRW. Which RGS host would most likely handicap the show by not accepting a trade to another podcast due to an NTC? No trade clause. Hmm. What's the podcast? If it's Geeks and Nerds, yeah. I think that's all of us. Geeks versus Nerds is not on my list. Yeah, they're yeah. not on my go-to. I feel like Justin would be that would have the most ironclad NTC. Yeah, I mean, I, I do have a no-movement clause. 
Yeah. You can see it from how large <laughs> I am on the podcast profile. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole, uh, yeah, that's good. I like that. That was a good joke. <laughs> Burned myself. At your own expense. I yes. know, right? Uh, <laughs> you have uh, anything good there, Stefan? Uh, well, I mean, you know the answer to that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, how do the guys keep all their dicks from falling off when they take hard hits out on the field? That was from Tiny Baby. Well, sometimes they need to collapse onto the field. Exactly. And, but he wasn't hit, though. That's a thing. So True. I think the question's still... Uh, I got hit in the balls with a orange hockey ball when well, I was like nine, lethal. and I yeah. threw up, and my balls turned black. <laughs> <laughs> but they stayed on. So I just feel like they're just really resilient. But I don't know if I can have kids. I have never tried. Well, I was, well not on purpose. <laughs> but I, to my knowledge, I have no children. Are your balls still black? No. Well, prove it. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right, I'll take my balls out on this podcast. I don't give a shit. He's actually doing it. Yeah. Uh, See? <laughs> I think the obvious answer is they wear cups. But I don't know. Not in every sport, true. Yeah, not in every sport. Uh, in some sports, they wear Kevlar, like, dick gloves. Ooh, dick gloves. A protective dick glove that they wear. Nice. That sounds like it would be the name of a porn star. <laughs> dick glove. Dick glove. <laughs> We had a lot of work back Dick in trickle. the 60s, 70s. <laughs> Are we done with that question? I yes. think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, you're alone. This is from D. Turcotte, ten, uh, one, Dominic. Okay. And he says, uh, you're alone in a room with Jim Benning. What do you do? I don't, I don't know. I just died in your arms tonight. See, I think people are expecting me to say, like, I would, like, attack him or, like, shoot him with a gun, or, like, cut his head off or, like, stab him in the stomach repeatedly or, like, shoot him in the stomach <laughs> with a gun or, like, beat him with a baseball bat or, like, shove him against the wall and just, like, curb stomp him or I guess there's no curb in there. I guess wall stomp him or, like, knee him in the groin repeatedly until he, like, actually died from getting kneed in the groin or, like, I cut off his own ass and, like, fed him his own ass into his mouth, uh, his, like, cut off ass uh, or, like, you know, shove a machete, like, uh, just kind of into his chest and, like, rip it open. But it's people, come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. I would. Pr- I think it would be a lot like we were talking about uh, the Joker a little bit earlier. Yeah. That scene in The Dark Knight where the good cop Gordon leaves the room and the lights come up and Batman's been there all along, shoves his head into the table and is like, "Why are you trying to kill me?" <laughs> That's definitely what I would ask Jim Benning. Why are you trying to kill me? In that voice. Too. I would start hurting myself and be like, "This is your fault." <laughs> Uh, and John, what would I do? Yeah, you'd high five him. Yeah, have a party. <laughs> Shake his hand. Put on some music. Dance around. Yep. Uh, Taehoon Kim, donor to the program. Uh, that's Keith Smith. Keith Smith <laughs> wants to know an episode where you record your own commentary to Trump versus McMahon battle of the billionaires. Knowing what you know now about Trump, how much would this episode cost? He's a donor. So how much would he have to donate for we us do, to do we this? We could just do it. I think we'd honest. start yeah. the building at a, bidding at $100. I honestly think if Trump gets the nomination, we should just do that. Yeah. Because uh, at Tehun's suggestion, I went back and watched both the match itself at WrestleMania 23 and uh, also <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the like contract signing on Monday Night Raw that led up to it. It is 
absolutely hysterical when you watch it with the context that this man is the front runner for the Republican nomination. <laughs> so I think we could really wring a lot of comedy out of it. Okay. This is from Aaron McKay, and he says... Mackay. Mackay. Well, it does look like McKay. I know. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but sorry, Mackay, Sorry, though. Aaron. I'm, I'm really sorry. It's donor to the uh, program? Keska Say Sports. No? Oh, well, fuck him then. <laughs> Aaron McKay. Kesk say sport. Yeah. It's kind of a play on uh, what is sports? The French and fuck, stuff. Uh, fuck you, Aaron. You yeah. don't get an intern credit this week. <laughs> yeah, you're out of here. <laughs> um, Rory Millette asks: Do the impossible and design a good Team Canada jersey, preferably one that doesn't look like a shitty beer can. Uh, well, we I, before the episode started, uh, we saw uh, Jeff uh, Vayette d- uh, design one. He's the uh, the head of the the Leafs Nation on the Nations Network, I think, or is he? He was Canucks Army he was for Canucks a while. Army for a bit. Isn't maybe he like the Red Wings Network now? Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. He, he does something for the around. Nation Network. Uh, but he basically took the exact jersey, but got rid of that horrible Leaf thingy. And replaced it with the old uh, Team Canada logo from like the 1980s, and it looks amazing. So yeah, that one. They just need to stop trying to reinvent the wheel. You've had well, good yeah, they're Team designing Canada jerseys, they're not designing wheels in the past. <laughs> Stick with what works. <laughs> like, the, the, why has Team Canada ever had a different jersey beyond like the Summit Series jersey? Yeah, it's I classic. Agree. It's beautiful. You know yeah. which one I actually like? I like that mustard yellow one. The throwback to like the uh, 1920s. The Winnipeg Falcons one? Yeah, I like that one. I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Uh, this is from SCD1216. Oh, worst, not a bot at all. No, well, it's a real person. Worst athlete to sit next to on a four-hour flight? LeBron James. Because it's like any like basketball player. Yeah, because he's just like so big. Like, but it'd be cool. It'd be a good story, though. What about like Kurt Schilling, though, or like John Rocker? Oh, yeah, like someone who's just crazy? Yeah. Yeah. OJ Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this question is like, who's the stinkiest athlete? Uh, oh, I never even considered oh, yeah. the smell. I was thinking just like size. It. Yeah, me too. Charles Barkley, I think, covers both smell and size. <laughs> right. so I think he probably say. smells pretty good. Yeah. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he's on TV. I just feel like he's got the look of a guy that doesn't shower. All I'm gonna that go often. with Mike Ditka because he's probably gonna fart. In yeah, the that's, that's a good answer. Ditka could definitely fart. Yeah, and he's like 90 or 80 or something. Yeah, yeah. he's a million. So. You know what that means. He'd probably tell you stories, but stories about like his grandkids, not like football cool stories. Oh yeah, definitely not. Be like, oh, tell me about uh, tell me about 1976 or like whatever series that was. Be like, oh, that was the year my daughter was born. Uh, and uh, be like, no, I don't. Tell me about the bears. You I care fuck. about that part? Yeah. Fuck. If you uh, this is from uh, actually no, I'd act. Oh no, never mind. That was Dick Buttkiss. That was on Hang Time. <laughs> Great name though. Yeah, great. Uh, this is from M Dole, and he asks if you could describe sports in three words, what would they be? Flashy. Well, three words. Hot. Well, we each get to pick one word. Yeah, that's right. Should we do it that way? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Sports in three words. Painful. Uh, Sports. Slick. Painful, slick sports. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds good. uh, That sums it up. Yeah. I'm glad I said sports. You guys sound like idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Can't win them all. I wanted to say athletic, but that's like the Oakland baseball team. It's a little too on the nose. Well, I literally said sports. Yeah, I guess so. so. That's the definition of on the nose there. Uh, this one comes to us from Jot Scotton, and it is, what if the World Cup of Hockey did away with national teams and built eight teams based off of gimmicks? Okay, so, go ahead. No, I was going to say we were discussing this before the show. But yes, we were yeah. discussing this before the show, so we think uh, this is a great question and one that is worthy of a little bit more of our own attention. And so what we're going to do is uh, to get the World Cup hype train a rolling. 
we're gonna, uh, we're gonna tackle one gimmick a week for the next eight weeks who gets to go first uh I, th- I think I have one. Okay. okay. I think I have one, too. I want, uh, you know, they're doing this team young North American stars thing, which is bizarre. So if we're going, like, on gimmicks like that, uh, we're going to do away with all of them. And team number one is going to be uh, team Corsi 4 percentage. All of the players with the highest Corsi 4s, and it'll be a true test of the stat category and that's not bad that's itself that's not bad john okay. do you have an idea well, yeah mine was a lot different than that <laughs> yeah. mine was the the gimmick was it was like the uh like team trash pile where it was all guys that you would like them if they were on your team but you would hate them on Ooh. every other time that's good. So like the most hated team. Yeah. So okay. like yeah. So the yeah. Marchand. The, the, yeah. Marchand. Lucic. Burrows. Uh, Is Matt Cook still playing? Yeah. Pro- well, we'll bring him out of retirement, or he's the coach. <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely. Sean. A- no. Sean Avery's the the GM. He's the he's the Steve Eiserman or the Doug Armstrong. Yeah. I guess he picks the team. So yeah. So Sean Avery picks the team. Matt Cook is the coach. We got Brad Marchand. We got Derek Dorsett or Brandon Prost or both. Why not um, both? Yeah, might as well throw both of them on yeah, there. Yeah, except, but I don't love Dorsett or Prost on my David team. Backus, Ryan Kessler, Darius Kasparitis is assistant yeah, coaching. Yeah, Dustin Brian Brown, Marchment, Alf Samuelson. Brian Marchment is the GM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alf Samuelson is also an assistant coach. Although I think he is actually an assistant coach in the NHL, so that would make sense. <laughs> um. Who else do we got on there? We've got, um, did I say Dustin Brown? I feel like a lot of yeah, people did, hate yeah. Dustin Brown. Corey Perry. Yeah. Corey Perry's our star player, I think. And I don't think he was named to Team Canada. No, not yet. So no. it would be nice so, yeah. for a, so he'd a be team good. to actually name him. Yeah. Zach Ronaldo. Uh, but again, I don't even think you want Zach Ronaldo on your team. So that's not even necessarily a, a caveat. It's just basically the tr- trashiest players in the NHL. Uh, and I'll have to do some research to come back with, with the, the Corsi Four. So that'll be maybe Team next CF week percentage okay. will be next yeah, week. Yeah. I'll okay. name the roster for uh, that. I'm going to go with uh, NHL players with the most Twitter followers. Oh, okay. So like in the order. Tweets. Yeah, like 23 or so players. Right, okay. Whoever, if there's no goalie so on just, there, then we're breaking bad. our Luongo's own thing. probably on there. We're breaking our own thing where we said we were going to do <laughs> one gimmick a week and we've done three. Well, no, no, but we were going to debate <laughs> oh, yeah, which yeah. one is the... Oh. Well, we're, we'll go with the shitbag roster this, this week. This week, okay. Yeah, yeah, I would say that one. So we'll just reveal them one at a time yeah, yeah. and then over the next. Oh, I see. What yeah. I thought we were all going to do one and then choose. Oh. But yours is the best. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. whatever. Okay, we can do that too. I don't care. Either way. I like the Twitter followers one too, the t- team tweets. Uh, this one comes to us from Humble Pie at T underscore Alexander. Would you take Mike Milbury as your GM over Jim Benning? Yes. Ooh. I feel like I, that would be difficult to uh, to say yes to, because Milbury, man, but also Bannon, man. Milbury can at least like talk, and be entertaining. Benning is like bad at his job, can't speak to the media, and is boring. <laughs> so Milbury hasn't beat on two things. And Milbury also beat up a fan with a shoe. Yeah. Uh, so that's important. We've got two good ones in a row from Dan Hehe here. Dan okay. <laughs> uh, asks, would you rather Aquilini sell the team or Jim Benning be fired? To which I would say uh, Aquilini sell the team because then Jim Benning would be fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit of a cop out, but I agree with you there. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> he also asks, does John Weisbrod eat out of the toilet? <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, does like, what does he eat out of the toilet, I guess? 
cereal poop <laughs> you just eat, like, eat but it. then he could have asked that does he eat yeah. poop <laughs> I think eating cereal to toilet like if the toilet had milk in it instead of water <laughs> and it was like a new toilet what's the problem if it's a new toilet right yeah fresh from the toilet factory yeah but if it's like an old used toilet then yeah even replacing the water with milk like the milk's gonna be all nasty and brown and not like chocolate milk like bad you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I he eats from the toilet um, no content, just RTs asks, as the only openly anti-Hitler podcast, how do the Team North America jerseys make you feel? Because a lot of people have been saying that they look like the symbol of some sort of totalitarian They regime. do look pretty fascist. They do absolutely yeah. look very fascist, which is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> McDavid looks thrilled to be wearing Yeah. It. Well, they're better than the Team Europe ones. God, those look like something you would have designed in MS Paint if NHL 96 had an MS Paint feature. Aaron Mackay did ask about those quest- uh, those jerseys also. And I don't hate it in theory because it isn't. E made up of like a hockey right. stick and like a puck. I'm assuming. Yeah, but Ooh, it's those are. <laughs> but it's just yeah, it's Ugh. not. Yeah, there's no I puck even really. That. It's just a shield. Well, oh, the yeah. upper oh, E the upper, is yeah, the puck, right? right? Yeah, yeah, the upper right, line right. on the E. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, well, but then what's the triangle? It's bad. It's like a shitty well, a version shield. of the Canucks stick and ring. That's exactly right. when I first saw it in the yeah. little image thumbnail. I was like, yeah, is that the Canucks jersey? Yeah. And then the blue. And like the navy blue split, like yeah. what is that? Yeah, the I color still, split is the worst part of it. I tweeted about this today, but I still feel like Team Europe only exists so that Anze Kopitar can play in this. Yeah, tournament. no, I, I, yeah, yeah, and like That's some Danish team. players. Yannick Hansen too. made the team. Yeah, but I just yeah. think like if you look at that team, like it's not. They were just sitting there going, "Okay, well, we want all of our marketable, <laughs> yeah, marketable players in this tournament. How do we get Yannick Hansen into this? Tournament? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're thinking like, well, can we invite Slovenia? Uh, it's probably not the best idea. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the North American ones are pretty hilarious. They look like uh, they look like an All Star Game jersey if the All Star Game was being held in 1955 Stalingrad or th- 1930. Whenever the well, they look like the jerseys that like the, the bad guys in like oh, a, the bad guys in like an off-brand NHL movie. You know what I mean? Or that yeah. too. Yeah, if that's it was good. like uh, yeah. a movie that was like obviously about the NHL, yeah. they couldn't get the rights to the NHL. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally, totally. Okay, yeah. should we be done? Yeah, Liv Schreiber should be wearing those soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, this agree. one's definitely for you, Stefan. It comes from uh, to us from Fake Steinberg. Is this yes. your final question? I'm in the market for a toilet. What model would you recommend if I wanted to sit on it while listening to the show? Uh, well, I couldn't recommend a toilet, but there is a uh, shower head. It's a Kohler shower head, and it comes with a Bluetooth speaker inside Ooh, the shower head. I like that. Uh, and it's you know the shower itself isn't going to be great, but you have. I'm not doing a good job selling it, I realize, but there's a speaker no, in a shower no. head. That's good. And it's Kohler. I like that. And, so uh, we're only plugging Kohler products. Well, then. yeah, obviously. obviously. They're the official yeah. toilet supplier of the I want to go back to the show. box. So. <laughs> yeah. You can, edit, you can sense. edit that out. <laughs> no. It's, it's not no as, I like, want our ambition to be as naked as possible. I want to well, go back to the box. People aren't stupid. They'll <laughs> understand why we're promoting a, a Kohler toilet product on this program. But I will say, I didn't realize, but I was cleaning my toilet this uh, weekend. Is it? And it is it a is. Kohler. Of course it is. Yeah. This is a nice building. Yeah, absolutely. So you have, you have nice fixtures. Yep, absolutely. Kohler, why would you shit in anything else? <laughs> That, that's their slogan, that's obviously. Slogan, yeah. yeah, makes sense. Oh, we got another question here. From this has got to be the last question. Shane M. <laughs> at Social Assassin 2. Uh, it's based on the fact that there was a report this week saying that MLB is eyeing potential expansion. And two of the three listed cities that they said had the highest population density that the MLB does not already have a team in 
are Montreal and Vancouver. Um, neither of which are likely to get a team in expansion. I can't remember what the third city was. Regardless, it doesn't matter. Shane asks, what will Vancouver's Major League Baseball team be named? Uh, well, there's the Vancouver Canadians. There's the Vancouver Canucks. So those are like two words for Can- – well, one of them is the word Canadian. Mm-hmm. So what's like a third word for Canadian? Vancouver Hosers. Yeah, it'll be something like that. Well, I feel like there's already – a brand in Canada that, like, nationwide is synonymous um, with baseball in this country. And as Vancouverites, we are also synonymous with thinking, perhaps rightly, perhaps not, that we're much better than Toronto. So I'm thinking that the Vancouver MLB franchise will be called the Vancouver Stellar Jays. Well, they're actually called Stellar's J, so that would be a tough. Really? Yeah. Well, well, no, but they're just in plural. They're still Stellar's J's. Yeah, so they'd be the Vancouver Stellar's J's. Well, it's, it's going to be pun based about how excellent they are. Well, then We're again, going with it's Stellar not, J's. It's not, but the, it's it's not, not the Maple Leafs, and it's not the correct spelling of Stellar either. It's S T E L L. Yeah, but stop ruining everything, John. L E A F S. I'm just very into birds. It's not even that stellar of a J, actually. No, it's not. It's pretty ugly. It's a pretty shitty J, yeah, if it's we're a being sh- honest. It's a, shit, it's a shit bag J. <laughs> it's a garbage J. Let's, uh, let's look at some other J's it could be. J- By the way, if you search for death on Kittle.co, it does not allow you to search for death. So oh, I guess, really? Like, kids can't like, learn they about it. They can't know about dying. So not even like, like, the character with like a hood and symbol? No. It says, oops, try again. So let's say some kid's goldfish dies and he wants to learn about it on Google's oh, I like child this. search engine. He's not allowed to. Here's what I think they should be called. The Western Scrub Jays. <laughs> <laughs> and there is our winner right there. Yeah, and it is native to the West Coast. So uh, there you go. The Western Scrub Jays. They won't even be named after Vancouver. Just Western Scrub Jays. <laughs> I don't think we can top uh, that that reveal. So let's wrap I, I do up have uh, the Western Scrub Jays call if we want to hear it. Yeah, sure. Oh, God, it even sounds horrible. <laughs> I love this. And they're perfect for baseball. They're fond of sunflower seeds and peanuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they are the official bird of baseball. Wonderful. All right. Well, there were some good questions left there, but uh, we're running out of time and patience, and uh, we're not going to top that. <laughs> no. no, we're not. <laughs> so may as well head into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch the cherry on top of our cynical sunday one good thing if a lot of people love each other the world would be a better place to live Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, my one good thing is sports related this week. Okay. And uh, you know how sometimes I read like funny headlines. Yeah. So I'm going to read two headlines in a row here. Uh, so this first headline. You're a real Jay Leno over there. Yeah. It's man on the street. <laughs> Isn't that, or is it jaywalking or some yeah, shit? Yeah. I don't know. Um, here's the first one from March 1st, 2016. Yeah. Which was yesterday. <laughs> Joanna Cespedes buys 270-pound grand champion hog at county fair. Great headline. Baseball player buys a hog. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And here's the second headline from today. 
Ioannis Cespedes' grand champion hog sent to butcher. (laughs) (laughs) The New York Mets sent a semi-official statement Wednesday announcing the 270-pound grand champion hog purchased for $7,000 by Cespedes at a 4-H club auction must be slaughtered. Must be. Uh, it gets better. <laughs> it, be. it gets better. It's not by choice. It gets. Yeah. <laughs> but let me let me read. It gets so much better. Oh man, it, this is great. In an email with the subject header "pig." <laughs> <laughs> A team official wrote, can't believe I'm sending an email out about a pig. We've gotten several questions about what's happening to the pig. So I just wanted to make sure everyone has the same info. The animal cannot be taken home as a pet. There is some sort of state law here in Florida that a hog bought at auction must be slaughtered. (laughs) So... So it's not really Jonas's decision. It's just the rule. The pig is not a pet. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Peta, obviously. Peta? 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 Fuck, whatever. Peta, Senior Vice President, Lisa Lang, provided the following statement. Ioannis Cespedes can afford $7,000 out of his own pocket, and this loving, loyal, and clever pig is paying the real price with his life. It's a shame that Cespedes has dropped the ball, nice sports reference here, and missed the opportunity to send this pig to a sanctuary where he could live out his days in peace. We're sending Cespedes some delicious vegan bacon in the hope that it'll open his heart and not clog it with pig fat. <laughs> this is the best sports story of the year <laughs> by far. And baseball season oh, hasn't even begun it, yet. It gets better. The last time the Mets were involved in a controversy surrounding a farm animal, the life of the condemned animal in question was spared. In 2012, Mets closer Frank Francisco called the Yankees chickens on the eve of a regular season Subway Series matchup. That prompted fellow reliever slash prankster Tim Burdak to purchase a chicken in Chinatown and let it loose in the clubhouse at City Field. Afterward, amid intense public interest, the bird, named Little Jerry Seinfeld, was sent to Farm Sanctuary in Watkins Glen, New York. <laughs> they named the chicken lived, Little Jerry. <laughs> it lived a long and productive life before dying late last year. That is fucking amazing. That's my one good thing for the rest of the year. Oh, man. You have to come to me for the next episode. I enjoyed that so much I got a headache from <laughs> laughing about it. Yeah, that in was an awesome. email with the subject header, <laughs> Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John, what are you reading lately? Well, I'm going to. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna recommend a book, but now I'm going to recommend a Jonas Cespedes thing as well. <laughs> so, uh, Stefan brought this to my attention earlier that uh, Jonas Cespedes is uh, driving a different ridiculous car to spring training every day this week. So he's decided it's Cespedes Car Week here at Mets Spring Training. Uh, so he has driven a uh, this like car that was dubbed a bat tricycle uh, that looked like uh, like a three-wheel car on steroids. Then he drove a Lamborghini, uh, an Alfa Romeo, and then on Friday, he couldn't top himself, so he rode a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got to be the official baseball player. Yeah, it's getting up point. there. And uh, so that's not that's all very good, but here is the one good thing. This is my one good thing this week is this comment on the article. So Bears for President... Uh, writes, 
on the article about all of his cars. Oh man, I bet he has the biggest penis. And then Cattle Prod responds, whatever, man. Having a bunch of really insanely nice and cool cars doesn't mean you have a small dick. I'm sick of this shit. I drive a really awful car and my dick is small and bad. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my one good thing this week. All right, I'm going to dip into the world of music. And I was going to recommend this a few weeks ago, but I felt like it was like too obvious of a recommendation given that we spent the entire episode talking to the lead singer of this <laughs> band. Uh, it's a little on the nose, yeah, as you would say. Yeah, a little bit. On the sub. Uh, uh, <laughs> to do a callback earlier in the episode. <laughs> but uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, the Sheepdog's new record, Future Nostalgia, and it's great. Uh, like I really liked their breakout record, self-titled Sheepdogs, that they put out a few years ago, um, and was thinking that it would be hard for me to enjoy this new record as much as I like that previous one. Uh, not the case. It's really, really good. When did it come out? Uh, back in like I want to say October, maybe. Okay. Uh, so not too recently. But it also hasn't like had a ton of huge singles on it yeah, so far. I didn't even know that they had a... There's a, a handful of, of songs on there that I think are soon to be released as singles that should be pretty big for them because they're just great. Nice. Uh, but I, I mean, I put it in the show notes of that episode. Go see them if they're touring and coming to where you live. Their live show is so good. That concert that I saw the night uh, of the interview that we did with him, they were spectacularly good. And uh, yeah, the the record is, a lot, is real good also. So awesome. We'll probably play a little bit of that. If not right now, then certainly to close the show. We should play just a squealing pig getting slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better outro music. Yeah, uh, but with that... That will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is Brooke Halverson. Our producer is Jessica Sands. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Horse. Cespedes. Oh, we were, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's getting real Pig close. was the obvious oh, one, yeah, you idiot. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that would have been way oh, more obvious than it. horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh whatever. Uh, but and, we're getting. We're, but horses have bigger dicks than pigs, so I like where you're going with it. Pigs' dicks are curly. <laughs> <laughs>